Hey, thanks for listening to the Daily Walk podcast. Just want to remind you that if you have any questions, any thoughts, any comments, or any prayer requests, you can go online to the Boulder Church website, which is at boulder.church. Send them along. We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, look after each other and live love. Good morning. It is Wednesday, July 24. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Chafet de Oliveira. And uh, I'd like to welcome you to Wednesday because you know what? It is the middle of the the week. The middle of the week. I love it. It's a marker. I know for some people, not saying Becky, but for some people. You're like a goldfish in a bowl. I remember like, whoa, every Wednesday. It's just great. It's, it's a great that, feeling. It's that moss-covered you know, lighthouse again. <laughs> every wow. time I hit Wednesday, I'm kind of like, that's a great moment. I feel better once I've hit Thursday. Oh, no. It's like, okay. It's no. Near, it's Wednesday like and then Sabbath. Ooh, and then yeah. I think, why? Why do I feel, I mean, every day is kind of like <laughs> I don't know. every other day in a way. Yeah, so. it's good. All right. Uh, let me pray for today. Heavenly Father, uh, bless today. Bless us as we read this passage again and we ask for your wisdom as always, your grace and your understanding and transformation in our lives. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Today I am reading from the New Testament for version. everyone. Is it your favorite? Yeah, I really I do like, like this. I mean, I, I preach from the ESV, uh, but I, I study from you lots like of translations, NT? but I love NTEs, right? Um, Tom, Tom Wright's translation. Okay. So I'm reading Colossians chapter 1, verses 11 through 14 in the NTE. I pray that you'll be given all possible strength according to the power of his glory so that you'll have complete patience and become truly steadfast and joyful. And I pray that you will learn to give thanks to the Father who has made you fit to share the inheritance of God's holy ones in the light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved Son. He is the one in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Hmm. You know, I've read this so many times and I just picked up on it. I think it's because of the way that he lays it out on the page and the text as well. But I love how he begins both of those, I pray and I pray. Uh, both of them are prayers. Both of them are prayers I like to the God. way that, I don't think the listeners know this, but every single time that I read aloud, <laughs> you are always over there doing what looks, you look like you're diagramming sentences. No, like I'm you, not. I'm, I'm, you draw squares oh. around things and you draw yeah. lines connecting things and you underline things and you draw little flowers and happy faces. <laughs> That's a bit far. Like, what a bit does far. that mean? What's he? But yeah, I am underlining he, and he's constantly underlining. marking the text as you read it because it's like, oh, that's an interesting idea. And as I listen to it, you know, because I've read it so many times, but then I listen to you read it, it's a new and interpretation. it just comes to life. <laughs> okay, easy it. now. Easy now. All right. It may do. Uh, let, me, uh, let me read this uh, question for today then. Ever felt that you are nobody's nothing? And I've got to read my notes here. Or observe someone else who clearly feels this way. What did you? What did or could you do? Okay, this needs Let a bit me, of context. I've got, to, I've got to repeat that. Yes, please do. Because I've read it so, <laughs> so poorly. I wrote it so poorly on this piece of paper. Ever felt that you are nobody's nothing? Or observe somebody else who clearly feels this way. And what did you or could you do? Okay, so the context of this, Jafer wrote about mm. you. You, it was one of those like chicken soup for the soul type stories. I love this those story today. Tear jerking stories. It, it was, was really sad. It was. This was about a little boy. <laughs> was it during the war? Yeah, World War Two. Where his father is gone at the war, and his house has been bombed, and everybody's uh-huh. been killed, and he's just 
I've no alone idea you're on the with street a, with an empathetic tone. This really no, I, this story it made <laughs> it was terrible, and somebody it's comes amazing. along questioning him about you yeah. know where's all your family, and he tells them, and then the person asks, I think, who are you? Yeah. And the kid says, I'm nobody's nothing. And he no. cries and cries and cries. And it's just, it's, it's a horrible it story. Yes. Because, you know, obviously, like most of us, he identifies himself in terms of mm-hmm. his relationships. Mm-hmm. So he realizes he's nobody's son, yeah. nobody's brother, nobody's anything. Yeah, because he had nobody. I mean, no aunts or uncles. Everyone's gone. And he's just it's standing in the street. Terrible, it's a terrible, terrible story. Heavy. It's heavy. So I I was thinking, you know, you said, have, have you ever felt that you're nobody's nothing? No, I wouldn't quite say that because I've always had, you know, my relationships. I'm somebody's wife, mm. daughter, bro- uh, sister, mother, all of those things. But the period of time when mm. I lived in Kalamazoo, I did almost feel that way because I was mm. so utterly disconnected from everyone that I was yeah, I really remember. quite alone. Yeah. So that would be the closest. I could relate to that a little bit. There is something about um, the isolation uh, and, you know... You can work, you can do your things, you can interact with people, but if it's not uh, real relationships... Oh, it was terrible because it felt like I had no context. Yeah. Like a person who's just sort of, okay, just there. here I am, but yeah. yeah, for what reason? I have nobody, I have no friends, I have, yeah. you know, nothing. And yet I think there are lots of people who actually live in that state. Yeah, possibly. Uh, and I, you know... I think that that's, that's true of, it's not a matter of wealth, um, it's not a matter of education, it's literally like just circumstances that people hit where they are, they feel like they're nobody's nothing at that point. And, and it's, it's heavy, it's heavy. And I think that, you know, again, this text, the reason I put the story inside there because I came across a story and I thought the story illustrated so well um, just how much he's praying earnestly for these two communities, for this community, mm. saying to them, "Look, I wish nothing more than you have strength, and I w- and I pray nothing more that you will just learn to live in this place, because clearly they're not in that space. Right? They they they're suffering in a way, and yet they're an amazing church, they're an amazing tribe, they're an amazing church plant, they're an amazing group, and it it looks like they're going well, but they're being attacked right now, and they don't even know they're being attacked. So, I was at um. Who are they being attacked by? Uh, it comes up in the text next week a okay. little bit more. But uh, they have infiltrators inside there who basically are trying to teach them errors uh, and they're kind of falling into that place. So I was at Hillsong Conference um, a couple of weeks ago in, uh, in Sydney, Australia, and uh, Louis Gigolo uh, was preaching. And he's, uh, he's from the United States and he did this sermon. And you can find it online, actually, because he preached this sermon back in... 2016, I think as well, but it's a, a sermon based on Psalm 23. It was it was epic, and uh, he as he's talking about Psalm 23, he literally enters into that place where you know uh, you prepare a table in front of my enemies, and then Louis enters into this thing where he has a little table in the audience uh, with food there, and he kind of imagines that he's sitting down talking to Jesus, and somebody slides up and he tells a story about how this person did interrupt Louis. Uh, at a meal with his wife on an anniversary dinner. And what was so funny is that I I was at breakfast that morning, no, the, the morning before, at this hotel. I just arrived in Australia, and uh, and my friend Rod, he said, hey, let's go, I'll take you to breakfast, keep you up awake. So we went to this place, and we had breakfast, and I'm sitting down, and, uh, and I suddenly said to Rod, Rod, that, that looks like, that can't be, that looks like Louis Gigolo. 
on mm. this table. And I kid you not, I was like, I was about to get up and go, and go interrupt him. And go interrupt him, right? And then I didn't because Rod's like, you're going to do something embarrassing. <laughs> so Thank I, God for Rod. Jeez. I, I really I had this whole plan. I was like, I'm just going to go up and say hello. And he's there with his wife and with mm-hmm. family, right? So then he preaches this whole sermon <laughs> literally about how people interrupt him at meals. That aside, um, back all circle to this entire situation right here. He talked about the fact that uh, there are all sorts of people who come in and kind of change your life. And you have to be on guard to protect yourself from those who kind of interfere. Satan comes and he attacks you and and enters your dinner table, effectively, your relationship Mm. that you have with God. It was a really great illustration. And there's a lot more inside it, obviously, inside there. But I think there are so many people who are sitting in these spaces where they end up feeling like they're nobody's nothing because they've just... They've just been pushed off to the side. They're just separated from Christ. And I think we need to find a way to help people kind of reconnect. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let me repeat the question one more time. Uh, Ever felt that you are nobody's nothing or observe someone else who clearly feels this way? What did or could you do? Think about that. Look after each other and live love. Thanks for your support for the Daily Walk podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we just want to let you know that we're praying for you and we're glad that you're praying for us too. If you can help us out by giving online, then please go to boulder.church forward slash give and help this ministry actually make an effect on others as well. Keep us in your prayers, look after each other and live love.